This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hello and welcome to Working Like Dogs on Pet Life Radio. Thank you for joining us. We're your hosts. My name is Marcy Davis and my co-host is my amazing service dog, Fenway. And we're excited to be with you today to talk about our favorite subject, working dogs and working animals. And today we are super excited to welcome two guests. Squire Rushnell and Louise Duart Rushnell, and they are the executive producers of a wonderful new program that's going to be on Netflix called Rescued by Ruby, and they are also authors of the Godwinks books, including Dogwinks. So we have so many exciting things to talk with them about today. So come right back after these quick messages from our sponsors as we welcome Squire and Louise to the show. Take a bite out of your competition. Advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. There is no other pet-related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than Pet Life Radio. With over 7 million monthly listeners, Pet Life Radio podcasts are available on all major podcast platforms. And our live radio stream goes out to over 250 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, Odyssey, TuneIn, Stitcher, and other streaming apps. For more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Working Like Dogs on Pet Life Radio. So glad that you could be with us today and that we're visiting with our special guests, Squire and Louise. Hello, you two, and welcome. Hey, hi. Is Fe- Did you say Fenways? <laughs> yes, yes. Well, that's exciting because we live in the Boston area and this oh, Fenway Park. And that's yeah. what he's named after. You got really? it. <laughs> really? Yes, no, no, yes. No. My, <laughs> my big old golden retriever. And he is a cream-colored golden oh, retriever. Oh, great. Isn't that wonderful? We love golden retrievers. I know. They're the best. I think they're about the favorite dogs in America. They are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's hard but, not to love a golden. Yes. I know. Yes. But we have Fenway comes up in our movie, Rescued yes. by Ruby. Oh, yeah. awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you guys have been so busy with all the things you've got going on and working on your big Netflix movie. Yes. Yeah, we're so excited. You know, when we got the word that Netflix wanted to air one of our, from the book, uh, Dog Winks, one of our stories, we were over the moon because Netflix was wonderful to work with, but then you realize it's worldwide. Yeah. So yeah. it's not just in America, it's all over the world. You know, they, uh, the streamers have kept 
how many subscribers they have. They've kept that information very close to their chests. Mm -hmm. And it was always very difficult. And even now, you know, you, you everybody's always trying to find out how many does Disney have? How many does Roku have? How many, you know, so on and so forth. And so, but Netflix is so far ahead of everybody else. They decided at some point <laughs> that they didn't care. They were going to let us know and they were going to keep it as a running piece of information. So we had a, a document that we received just after the film was uh, finished and put into the can about three months ago. And it mentioned on it that about the promotion and that you will be able to reach into 211 million subscriber <laughs> homes, 211 million. But two weeks later, it, we got another letter and it said 214 million. Yeah, uh, yeah. Last week we got one, 222 million. Oh my goodness. It's just, yeah, that, that counter is just going up, up and up. Oh, yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, that's so exciting. And how wonderful. I love that Netflix is doing such beautiful programming like Rescued by Ruby. The stories yes. they're telling are just so lovely. Yeah. So tell us about Ruby and how, because you guys wrote the book first. So well, tell we wrote us, the book. Yeah. yeah. I, we should really start with the uh, the notion of where did Dogwinks come mm -hmm. from? Because okay, Dogwinks cool. is the name of the book. I'll mm -hmm. let you tell that, honey. Well, we just had this feeling because we had done Godwink books and there are 12 of them out there. But one day we were just talking and we we just got this feeling we should do something about dogs. And so then we said, well, what, what kind of stories can we do about dogs? And we thought, well, what if we did Godwink stories with the dog in the center of the story? And then we said, okay, well, that sounds good. We'll call it dog winks. But then where do we get the stories? The next day, this is a Godwink dog wink in itself. The next yeah. day I go on my Facebook page, which is called God Winkers. And this woman writes, hey, have you guys seen this great Godwink story about a dog in Providence, Rhode Island, who a canine officer, he rescues the dog and they become heroes and went on and on and on. And here's the link to the Providence Journal story. So Squire said, oh, my gosh, this is like a great Godwink dog wink story. We have to call Officer Dan O'Neill up. And that's how it started. And then one thing led to another. And then NBC Today Show did a little piece on it. And then when our co-producer who lives in L.A. was at Netflix, he was pitching five other movie ideas and all of them were turned down. And then as he's getting up to leave, he says, hey, I've got one other idea. And he tells the Ruby story and they start crying and they say, that's the film we want to do. So that's <laughs> how it happened. <laughs> it was meant to be. Yes, Absolutely. Yes, yeah. Yes. Let me give you let me give you the, the, the Reader's Digest version, <laughs> the log line of the story. It's a story about a true story. Mm -hmm. All the Godwink stories are always true. And we love that about the Hallmark movies that at the end we have the actual pictures of the people and so yes. forth. And yes. with the Dogwink movie uh, at uh, our first Dogwink movie at Netflix, and we hope there will be more. We also at the end have the photos of the of the original principles. But it's the story of a young trooper who has always had ADHD. In high school, he had to struggle harder than anybody else. In the police academy, he had to work harder than anybody else. And through 
divine alignment and God winks. The budget became empty when he was uh, trying to get into the canine core and they were going to buy another dog, which they do for 10 or $12,000 mm-hmm. in the Czech Republic. But the budget got cut and he ended up going to a rescue shelter and he gets matched up with an ADD dog, a Perfect. dog named Ruby. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Border Collie Collie and Australian Shepherd. So you can understand, Marcy. Those are high energy dogs and they need a job. (laughs) And so they were returned. uh, She was returned five times because of unmanageable. Mm -hmm. But Officer Dan and she came together. It was a struggle for six months, but they rose to the top of the of the canine corps and fast forward about uh, several years and Ruby and Dan are called out to a very late at night situation where a boy is lost. A uh, Ruby takes off, finds the boy a mile and a half into the woods at the bottom of a ravine. And there is an amazing God wink. I won't tell you the God wink, uh, you can read it in the book, but Netflix <laughs> would prefer that we not tell you the end of the I movie. Know, I was wondering if you were going to tell us. I know because it is so awesome. It is yeah. absolutely it amazing. It is so awesome. Oh, I yes. wish we could tell you. I know. I read it. So I know. But I know our listeners are going to yeah. just, you have to, even, if you can't wait till it comes out, you got to read it. It but, is amazing. I mean, yes. it is. everybody who sees the movie says, oh, wow. That I never saw that. Scene. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. anyway, it is a great movie. So. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And I have to say, I love how you have God wink and then you have dog winks because I know about God being spelled backwards as dogs, of course. <laughs> yes. <laughs> which is just so perfect that it's yeah. dog winks as well <laughs> because know. they are the angels. Yes, they are. Well, they are. And they, if you think about it, they have so many of those beautiful attributes that God would give of to course, dogs, right? Of they're, <laughs> yes. they're a protective, they're, uh, they're so courageous oh, and yeah. they're so they have loving, love. That's I right. Know. Non-judgmental, don't have yes. a judgmental bone in their body. I know, I know. it's just so beautiful. When we yeah. wrote in the book that God's agents on earth are really dogs anyway. <laughs> yeah, I mean, absolutely. The best ones anyway. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, their names are spelled with the same three letters. Yeah. And yeah. uh and and they just reflect each other in so yes. many ways. You know, it's yes. interesting in the dog wink book, we have 20 stories and many of them, they're beautiful stories, are rescue dogs. Yeah. 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 I know it's amazing. I know. It's always the things that we discount that mm-hmm. we're missing out on those diamonds and those pearls. Yes. yes. That are in that, those groups. Also, I think that rescue dogs have an innate sense that they were saved, yeah. you know, and I think they want to give back. Yeah. Mm. There's something about that. They just know they're just so loving. So yeah. giving. Yeah. Well, and so how did you guys find out about, about Ruby? Really? How did all that unfold? Well, it really was through this article. It was really the woman who said, you got to check this out. And so we actually, when we called Dan O'Neill, he said, yeah, this is the story. And then we said, well, you know, we want to meet you. We want to meet Ruby. And sure enough, we met Ruby. 
Ruby mm. is as rambunctious as she ever was. <laughs> and by the way, Ruby is still working in the field. Oh, yeah. How old is Ruby now? Well, she's now nine. Mm. I'm sorry, she's now 11. 11. And we, wow. we spent time with her when she was nine. nine yeah. And Melissa, Officer Dan's wife, who was a wonderful character in the movie. Yes. Oh, such a loving, such a relationship yeah. between the two of them. But anyway, she said, Ruby has calmed down quite a bit now. In the meantime, <laughs> Ruby was all over. <laughs> and that was calm for Ruby. This is yeah. calm. <laughs> but you know, wow. Ruby was returned by uh, households, families five times. Oh, that breaks my heart to think yeah. about that for her. Yeah. Yes. And, and, yeah. And the thing is that it was, on her you know when she was sent back one time there was nipping mm. on there yeah. and so they said well you know we're going to have to put her down and it was really it was a woman at the shelter who just yeah. advocated for advocated Ruby. for yeah. Ruby yeah, yeah. and yeah, and that's was, all I'm going to tell dire. you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. I know. I know that's that's where it really gets good. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know that's what's so heartbreaking that, you know, that she was returned that many yeah. times that mm. she had to go through that disappointment all those times. Mm. And the interesting thing is at the end of the film, when you see the real people, the dog that played Ruby, that dog's name is Bear and Bear had a very parallel story. Oh, Bear. really? Yes, Bear was. Well, she was wandering the streets of Oklahoma. Was it, was it Oklahoma? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, and she was also. Or he. Or he. he. Yeah, that's Bear. true. Yeah. <laughs> and she was also. He was also <laughs> unmanageable. And um, and the women who came to check on Bear at this Kali rescue in Oklahoma were the two trainers that worked on our movie. They are just amazing, amazing. And trainers. we asked them, is there yeah. any way you could get a dog from the shelter who plays a shelter dog, yeah. a rescue dog? And they said, well, that, that might be hard to do, but we'll look. And yeah. there you go. And so they, they did it. Yeah. They found Bear, but Bear was for the first time bear had a happiness in his life because he had a best buddy mm. there was a best buddy called shiloh at this uh, at this shelter and so the shelter people said you know if you take bear you're going to have to take shiloh too and they said okay Mm -hmm. And oh, so I love Shiloh that. <laughs> is now in the movie as well. Oh, Shiloh is the stand-in <laughs> or actually the jump-in because in all of the scenes where Ruby is flying over fences, uh, it's Shiloh. And you know what they did? They did a makeover on Shiloh to make Shiloh look just like Ruby. Oh you know, my they gosh, that's adorable. painted the fur and everything, and trimmed oh, it and everything. Yes, so, yes. The, so, the body double. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. The understudy. It was so cute. You, you know, one of the uh, one of the interesting things in 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 our book, our dog wing book, uh, the twenty stories that we tell, we felt as though we needed to also once in a while have the point of view of the dog. Mm -hmm. I mean, if we're mm -hmm. if the dog is in the story, if the dog is a star of each one of these stories, we got to know what that dog is thinking. Mm -hmm. Exactly, we want to hear so from them. Yeah, yeah. So we use that device uh, all through every story of the dog 
the dog's point of view. I love it. Our director and and our producing pal, our, our co-producer, they decided they would also make sure that in the film that we would see things from Ruby's point mm-hmm. of view. But when they researched it, you, maybe you know this, Marcy, we did not know that dogs don't see in color. Right. And, mm-hmm. uh, and so, uh, and they said it wasn't really black and white, but it is, it is black and white with a little bit of color. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. trying to replicate that, mm-hmm. they have uh, put into this movie great scenes yeah. <laughs> and shots from, from Ruby's point of view. Mm-hmm. And so... It it has a realness to it, yeah. and mm-hmm. uh, and I, I think it is. The, it's amazing how many scenes that Ruby is in, mm-hmm. and how much work she's doing in this movie yeah. for a dog that has never performed yes. before. Oh, that is so awesome. Yeah. And I love that from the dog's perspective, because I'm sure as the viewer, you feel like you're in the dog's head and you're actually in their body getting to see the world. I love to think about the world from their perspective, from their height, from their, with their senses, you know, because it's so much greater than ours. Yeah. 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 That's exciting. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Well, we're going to take just a quick break and hear some important messages from our sponsors who we love. And then we're going to come back and keep visiting with Squire and Louise because we've got more questions. We want to hear more about the behind the scenes scoop from you too. So stay with us. We'll be right back. Molly, here's your dinner. (coughs) Zeus, that's not your food. Don't let that happen to your precious cat. Elevate your cat's eating experience with the Cat Tree Tray. The Cat Tree Tray keeps your cat's food off the floor and conveniently located on the cat tree. It's the perfect way to eat. It's a beautiful wrought iron tray that easily attaches to your cat tree and keeps dogs and other critters out of your cat's dish. A must for multi-pet households. There's a 6-inch tray for large bowls and a 4-inch tray for smaller bowls. Purchase your cat tree tray today. Go right now to CatTreeTray.com. That's CatTreeTray.com. C-A-T-T-R-E-E-T-R-A-Y.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Working Like Dogs on Pet Life Radio. We're so excited to be visiting today with Squire and Louise, and they are giving us all kinds of wonderful back behind the scene information about their new upcoming film on Netflix on Netflix rescued by Ruby and you know all of us are just always so curious about the process of making a movie you know it's it sounds so exciting so tell us a little bit more about what it was like when you were filming rescued by Ruby how did it get written how did it get to where it is right now today where we can almost see it yes well you know when you when you write a book and you write the story that's one thing as writers but a screenwriter is a whole nother level because they have to think about camera angles and scenes and everything like that so we were so fortunate 
to have a screenwriter. Her name is Karen Jansen. Karen wrote A Dolphin's Tale. Oh, and she that. also wrote A Walk to Remember. Yeah. Which yeah, is I love that one too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So she had a, so much heart. And and what she did is she she lives in Los Angeles, but she came to Providence, Rhode Island, and all of us went and interviewed all the real people that mm-hmm. it happened to. So she got the real story. And and what she did, which I love, is that she really kept it very, very close to the mm-hmm. real story. I mean, yeah. all the characters. There's only one character that's invented. And mm-hmm. there's a reason for that, that when people watch the movie, they'll see. But it's every, a true, a, a a true line, line kind of mm-hmm. character that that plays a very important role mm-hmm. as a thread. And, but it's really, it's a real wonderful kind of character. A lot of people say, is, is that an angel? Yeah. An angel. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know, yeah. I wonder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was that. And then, of course, then you have to cast it. And mm. so, so Netflix sent us several movies of potential leads, you know, mm-hmm. and they were going to pick one. We were going to pick one. And our, our co-producer was going to pick. We're all going to find who was our favorite. Well, we all picked the same person. Oh, perfect. And he is great. Grant Gustin. And we really hadn't seen anything he had done, but a lot of people, other people did, because he was in Glee. He -hmm, played one of the mm -hmm, lead roles in Glee, mm -hmm. but he also is the Flash on the CW Network. Oh, yes. I was going to say, I know that name. Yeah. Okay. He is so good. And we also wanted a lead actor who loved dogs. Well, Grant has three dogs. As a matter of fact, one of his dogs, he has a tattoo of his dog on his arm. And so he and Ruby or Bear had such great chemistry together. It's really beautiful. Well, you know that he loves dogs. Mm -hmm. And uh, and by the way, any adult who doesn't uh, uh, know who Grant Gustin is, if they talk to any 10 year old kid, (laughs) that kid will say, oh, yeah, I love him. Yes, yes. (laughs) (laughs) The Flash. And yes. uh, for that reason, he has 8 million uh, followers on, on Instagram. Instagram. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, well, I love then that. The, I have to tell you about the music. So, oh, you know, we, we, we always thought, you know, our, our film is not those big, big budget films like uh, Don't Look Up, which is a Netflix film. <laughs> yes, I've seen all, that. Yes, yeah, yes, a, yeah. A few more millions more than ours. Yeah. Ours is a, a little family film you can watch with your, your kids or your grandma and grandpa. But we wanted beautiful music. And a lot of times, you know, they will do synthesized music and it sounds good. But we really wanted some beautiful music. And so. There's a wonderful one. I wish I remember her last name, Joy. Mm-hmm. And Joy worked with the Budapest Symphony. Oh. And what she did is she oh. got the Budapest Symphony Orchestra, some of oh. them. And I think it's a nine, is it a 90 piece it's orchestra? It's a 90 piece orchestra. You can't say that it was the Budapest Orchestra, but you can say that they are all the musicians yes. who participate yes. in the that sounds Budapest good. Orchestra, <laughs> and they were performing in a little artsy uh, sounding company. And the music, and the is, music is great. gorgeous. <laughs> it's just gorgeous. Yeah. Wow. Well, I love how you describe Karen Jansen, the screenwriter, because oh. I'm sure with her romantic magic mm-hmm. that she creates, as she did with the films she's already done. Oh, yeah. I can only imagine how mm-hmm. that was um, pairing those two together with that 
beautiful European music. Yeah, yeah, that sounds awesome. It's beautiful. And we're so thrilled that Netflix loves it. And, you know, again, it's like we're not the top dog. We're maybe the underdog. <laughs> well, I think you may be the top dog. <laughs> we might be. You never know. Well, we're, we're counting on this being the, the good feeling, the feel yes. good movie of yeah. the year. Oh, which there's nothing better than that. Yes. But, you we know, we really that. hope we hope that a lot of people will adopt dogs will yeah. go yeah. to rescue a dog because yes, you know yes. ruby might have been unruly and all those other things but there's always a, a wonderful pairing an owner and a dog that should come together so we would love to see a cause and effect score and i often yeah. say what i wish there was a way to find out after the movie airs you know is mm. there a cause and effect of how because when you see the movie you're going to want to go out and get a, yeah. a shelter mm -hmm. dog you just, yeah. you're going to mm -hmm. want to so yeah. i hope it has an effect yeah, yeah. the impact yes that yes. impact and it's like a ripple effect I mean, that impact will go on and on and on as, as more people sure. continue to watch this. Yeah. How long did it take to film the movie when you well, guys... it was a six week shoot and uh, that's Fast. that's a reasonably good one. Uh, yeah, because that's actually twice as long as a Hallmark movie. <laughs> that's true. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and the budget was like three times that of a Hallmark movie. And it's still a small budget movie, but it was sufficient for our needs. Mm -hmm. And it was sufficient to tell an absolutely beautiful, beautiful story. Mm -hmm. Just absolutely beautiful. And where did you film it? It was in Vancouver uh, oh, and beautiful. on Vancouver Island, mm -hmm. which um, mm -hmm. replicates, the island does, the, the island replicates a lot of the architecture mm -hmm. and the typography of uh, Rhode Island, Rhode Island mm -hmm. Providence, oh, Rhode yeah. Island, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. so. Uh, Vancouver itself doesn't look that much like uh, Rhode Island, mm -hmm. but Vancouver but Island, Island uh, definitely does in uh, the Victoria. And we area. actually hired uh, real <clears throat> canine officers mm. to work when when in some of the scenes you see them working multiple the dogs, dogs so, yeah so they're the canine dogs and their officers so they all got to work which was great and they <laughs> oh, were fun yeah. Yeah. it was yeah. such a fun shoot and you know what i love about it is that everyone there loved dogs yeah and we just laughed and had the best time and and even the, the little kid who oh. plays Officer Dan O'Neill, Melissa's child. His name was Teo. And usually they have twins that will play a kid because they're only 22 months old. Mm -hmm. So they would have twins. And so the woman who played Melissa, the wife, said, you know, some I have a godchild that would be perfect, so full of personality. So the director said, okay, let's take a chance. This little Teo is the cutest kid, loved Ruby oh. and loved Officer Dan. I mean, you'd think it was his real mom and dad. It's just adorable. And we were there and all the time that we were there on the set, we never heard this child cry mm -hmm. except once. Mm -hmm. And we found out the reason why. His mom said, you have to go home now. <laughs> your, your day is over. You didn't want to leave the set. <laughs> well, you know? when you said that, that's what I was thinking. That'd be the only reason that that one would want to cry. I'd want to cry, too, if I was yeah. that one. Yes. Well, you know, they say you shouldn't work with children and dogs. And we, yeah. <laughs> yeah. W.C. Field. W.C. Field said that. Yeah, but in this case, dogs and children oh. were wonderful. And this little, you'll just want to eat up this, this him, little yeah. kid. When we first met this little child, 22 months old, <laughs> he was kind of holding on to his mommy's hand. And he looked up and he said, hi. 
You know, and I thought, I'm going to vote for this kid right yeah, now. I mean, yeah. he is, he's got a future. He was and, always and, smiling. But therein is the secret word that we talked about earlier, Fenway, because there is a scene where everybody's looking for for Ruby. Ruby gets <laughs> lost. Oh, yeah. well, oh, oh. And, well, she actually ran away from she home. She ran away from oh, home. And, oh, my goodness. And oh, so yeah. there they are, and, and there's a need for her. I mean, uh -huh. she's got to be on the job. Yes, and, yes. And so there is a neighbor who is uh, kind of walking down the street saying, Ruby, Ruby, <laughs> hot dogs, because hot dogs, raw <laughs> hot dogs is what Ruby what, loves. Yes. And that's Fenway's favorite thing, too. That is his favorite is yes. that right well yes. that is ruby's favorite hot yes. dog is fenway hot dog <laughs> yeah but now listen listen to this other part of the godwink because at fenway park the hot dogs they use mm -hmm. are i forgot the name of them but they're manufactured right in the the boston area oh, in chelsea yeah, locally uh, yes k mm -hmm. uh, starts with a k and the way or something yeah whatever it was mm -hmm. so anyway so the neighbor is saying ruby ruby <laughs> hot dog fenway yeah in his mind it was the hot dogs that they get at fenway park <laughs> of course but this little kid is now nearby in his mommy's arms and he's mimicking everything he's like a little mockingbird you know and so he said ruby ruby bad dog Fenway. yes oh yes that is so, those are the magic words oh and yeah then, then ruby was uh they have a scene where ruby is crying and you hear him say out of the don't cry wooby it's oh. like oh my gosh your heart <laughs> Oh, oh my goodness. Well, this is just so full of heartstrings. Yeah. I mean, oh, this whole from yeah. beginning to end. Yeah. Oh my goodness. It really is. Well, yeah. we've seen the movie probably uh, since it's <laughs> been in a form of cut together and assembled movie. We've seen it almost uh, 20 times yeah. uh, subsequent yeah. to mm -hmm. all of the dailies and everything else. Mm -hmm. And we cry every yeah, single every time. time at all the appropriate. Oh, well, it has a happy goodness. ending. You know, a lot yes, of people. Yes, it does. I have a son. Okay, that's good to know. Okay. <laughs> my youngest son and his wife, they, they have five dogs that they've rescued. And so he always goes online, any movie, and they find out, does the dog die? Because <laughs> the right. they won't watch it. Exactly. They won't watch I it. know. I have to say, that's what I need to know, too. Yeah. And I no, was yeah. nervous when I started thinking about Ruby, and I was so thrilled of what yeah. I read. This is yes. not an old Yeller movie. No. Yes. no. <laughs> yeah, Ruby lives. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> thrives. Not only lives, but thrives. That's what's so exciting. Well, tell us about, so it's coming out soon. It's Is it March 17th or what? March what? 17th, St. Okay. Patrick's yeah. Day. Yeah. That's Ruby Get your Day. popcorn. Oh, yeah. And your Fenway. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fenway and I will be watching for sure. Yeah. Yes. Here's what you can do to find out uh, more and stay in touch with this. If you've got a Netflix account, mm -hmm. just go, or if you don't have an account, go to Netflix, go to rescuedbyruby.com. Mm -hmm. Rescuedbyruby.com. That will take you directly to a site 
that we control. And on that side, it'll give you information about the movie and the background and the date and on and so forth. And there is a, a link directly to Netflix and the Rescued by Ruby page on Netflix. Mm -hmm. And right there, right now, there is a clip that is a beautiful clip of the of the time that Officer Dan and Ruby meet for the first time. Mm. And the Pat Inman, who is the shelter woman who advocated for Ruby, she is there and she tears up because Ruby is going to be saved. Has a, has a, has yeah. going to be saved. Mm. And so you just see that little clip there right at this moment. But you can also click a button, remind me. It's a bell. And oh, the good. bell. And that'll okay. remind you uh, of uh, when when the movie's coming along. Mm -hmm. It'll just remind you mm -hmm. what's going on and so forth. So, And I think it every time there's a new trailer or I something, think Netflix I, think, okay. I think they will, it'll, you'll get a copy of that and everything. Mm -hmm. So we should be having a trailer next week. That's mm -hmm. a revelation of that. Mm -hmm. Oh, fabulous. Okay, so yep. I need to look for that. All of us need to look for the remind me bell. And yes. Get that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. We'll do it because I can't wait. And I've already written it on my calendar, March 17th. Great. So that Fenway and I can get our popcorn. <laughs> and he loves popcorn too, but not as much as hot dogs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Well, this is so exciting. If everybody in the audience wants to be an advocate for mm. more movies like Ruby. Yeah. This is the time that we just blow this out of the water. Yes. We tune in on March 17th. We yes. tune in days after yes. that. We watch it over and over again. Yes. That's when the people who are making a lot of dark programs in Hollywood mm -hmm. will be looking very carefully at this program that is so full of light. Yeah. This yes. will be yes. your vote. Yes. It really yes. counts. Yes, and that's what we want. We want a lot more of these wonderful, uplifting stories. And, you know, and I think about, I heard something recently about follow your genius, even when you don't think that that's the best thing to do. And when I was reading about Ruby, I just got a big smile on my face and I said, she and Officer Dan followed their genius and that's what you two have done as well and look at the benefits even when there are barriers if you keep that 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 beacon and follow and be yourself and be authentic look what happens yes it's so life changing. never give up you never no, give that's up. right no never give up and love who you are for what you are and who you are yeah yeah love it you two yes oh, thank you so much marcy yeah <laughs> yeah such a pleasure to be with you and i can't wait for you to come back because i know you're going to have other netflix movies and more books to come three more in that book dog winks that we've got yeah we said they're great they're all as good as ruby amazing well i can't wait to hear about those and to read those as well <laughs> So thank you so much for being with us. We oh, thank love you. Your work, love what you're doing. And uh, big, thanks. big hugs and big, big gratitude to you. Thank you. Thank thanks. you. And thank you, our listeners, for being with us. We love to hear from you. So please keep those emails coming. Fenway and I love to get them. We love your ideas for future shows. And you know we can stay connected. You can just email me at Marcy. M-A-R-C-I-E at PetLifeRadio.com. Such a pleasure to be with you today. 
and we look forward to being with you again soon. Everybody take good care. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.